Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 2, The Well. Spoilers ahoy, if you haven't seen this episode and don't want to find out what happens, then go watch it and come back and listen to this episode. Um, so I I kind of love this episode, even though it was so goofy. The entire thing was just bonkers and silly and um, great. Um, you have Carol uh, being carried off uh, through the wilderness back to the kingdom, um, which we find out it's called. Um, going in and out of consciousness, and uh, as there's a walker attack, some of the members of the kingdom and Morgan are fighting them off. And she's like kind of imagining them as actual people, um, you know, not not walkers as they're killed. And that was a pretty interesting sequence. Um, I mean, this was the least goofy part of the whole episode. It was still pretty whack, wickety whack. Um, uh, so yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool opening. And then um, we get. Uh, her waking up in a bedroom with Morgan at her side, and uh, she's been asleep for a couple of days. And uh, so he's kind of trying to explain where they are, uh, what's going on, and uh, then fails to mention that they're the leader of this community, um, King Ezekiel, has a lion! And I'm so glad that he has a lion and not some alternative. Um, and I thought it was pretty well done. I thought uh, the shots that they had with the lion, with the, did I say lion? I meant tiger. The shots that they had with the tiger in it um, showed it just enough. But uh, then you go to close-ups of Ezekiel and Carol and you don't have to see uh, the tiger and all of those shots. So I think that's how we're going to see it um, later on. I'm sure there will be some sequences where uh, the tiger attacks walkers and stuff like that, that we will need to see um, uh, interact with stuff. But uh, you got some some good uh, good use of sound to keep the presence of the tiger there. And... Uh, I don't know this the the whole this whole scene felt like really artificial, but it's on the stage of an amphitheater and with uh, like theater lighting and stuff. So it was even though it kind of took me out of it, it also kind of made a lot of sense because um, you would have like that strong backlighting and uh, key light and all that uh, illuminating your subject. I mean, it's one of the few cases where they have non art, like non natural lighting, on the show so far. Um, so I think really making it pronounced like that worked. Um, so yet Carol just goes along with it. She's like, "This is amazing. You're amazing." When the king asks uh, what she thinks of everything, and then as soon as they get out of there, she's like, "Are you?" kidding me to Oregon he's like yeah um yeah you know it's weird but uh hey they helped you and all this um so carol i felt like carol was a pretty hasty and being selfish like she was unconscious for a couple of days she doesn't seem to acknowledge that um that she's being taken care of by these folks because 
um, yeah, she just immediately is in deception mode, and she uh, steals a knife, some clothes, some other stuff um, to prepare to leave, and um, and yeah, she no, no thank you or anything. I guess she might have said thank you while she was acting, um, but uh, as she's preparing to make her escape, uh, I guess this is the second night that she's awake. Um, it might have even been the first night she was awake. Uh, Ezekiel intercepts her. By the way, my favorite thing about this episode is Ezekiel's right-hand man, Jerry, who's played by... Okay, Ezekiel's played by Carrie Payton. Um, I thought he did an excellent job, especially in the scene we're about to talk about. Um, and then we also had Cooper Andrews as his, his uh, assistant. Or his sidekick, his partner, what, what not, um, his minion, as Jerry, and he's so funny. He did so much with so little. He didn't really have a lot of lines, but he delivered them perfectly. And uh, there is all this really entertaining. And uh, Cooper Andrews is also in Halt and Catch Fire, which I just finished watching season three, and it's so good, and he is always so great um, whenever he's on it. Um, he wasn't on it as much this past season, um, but he had a couple of appearances, and it was great. Um, go check out season two. Well, check out the entire show. The entire show is great, um, but he's mainly uh, prominent in season two. Uh, okay, so Ezekiel comes upon Carol. She, he catches her as she's taking an apple and uh, he, he tells her everything. Uh, his, his backstory, how he actually got the tiger named Shiva, by the way, um, that uh, it was at the zoo and he like saved her from the zoo. Uh, and a long time ago, before that um, she had broken her leg and so he, he helped her and, uh, since then, she's been friendly to him. And uh, then he just lets people create these myths and legends around him that he like wrestled the tiger into submission and things like that. It's like a modern-day Hercules. And um, and then she's, she basically says, I don't care, do whatever you want. And then tries to leave again. And I, I was confused by this next part because he's... I, I understand it now, but he, like, said it twice, and it seemed like he was saying it again in a different way to make it have it make more sense, but it, it didn't for me. Um, he's like, you can leave, but don't leave. And I'll have someone go with you so you can leave, but don't... Uh, and as it turned out, the person he's in center with was Morgan, and uh, she was just going out to a, a house... It was out on its own in the middle of nowhere. And this is the same house that she saw a walker through the window. This is like her first hallucination that she thought looked like an old lady who was like waving at her. I guess it wasn't her first hallucination, but um, yeah, that was the first walker that she had to kill since being rescued. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She hadn't killed any other walkers uh, in the rest of this episode, um, but it was like super calm, deliberate, Got it done, and now she has a house on her own. And uh, Ezekiel comes to visit her with his tiger. And uh, yeah, so I okay, comic spoilers. 
it seems like right away that uh, Ezekiel and Carol are going to have that relationship that um, I think that Ezekiel and Michonne had, has, has or had in the comics. And uh, that'll be pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, Carol is happy, it seems. She's on her own. She doesn't have to be around all these people who are just blissfully ignorant of the horrors around them. Um, he's kept secret from his people their deal with the saviors. They do all their interactions off-site. Um, they, they harvest all of these pigs um, from the wild and uh, serve them up to the saviors. And uh, so they do all of that away from their people. And it's a whole... Uh, just a whole charade and, uh, but it keeps them all productive and they don't even have, uh, any worries about it, that they, they are, are actually happy there. And, um, and that, uh, that's kind of cool. That's like a whole different approach to leading people as anybody else that we've seen so far. Um, and it's not like, um, it's different from Alexandria because Alexandria, they, they are not, well, I guess it is kind of similar to, at least people are happy there. I think, I think Alexandria is more like a, uh, more towards a chaotic states. Not exactly, but it's, uh, it definitely wasn't the kind of, uh, thriving, they didn't. They weren't thriving in the same way that it seems the kingdom is, with all of their garden, with all of their food, all of the the way they do everything. So I'm looking forward to see more of Morgan in action, and he's all, he's taken on a student, a pupil, to teach Aikido. Um, so that's kind of cool to see him passing on what he learned from um, good old what's his name? Ah, uh, shoot, shoot, I can't remember his name now. Um, but yeah, I, I like that part, that aspect of this story, this side of the story. And, um, and yeah, we're going to have, uh, secret meetings with our new lovebirds, I guess. Um, but yeah, when he dropped the whole, the, the King character, um, I really enjoyed that scene and, um, I was, I was looking forward to that, um, kind of moment happening and it's absolutely glad it wasn't dragged out too long um oh yeah and the the name of the episode refers to uh drink from the well um and then return uh give back to the well uh so that uh yeah enjoy the the fruits of the labors but also contribute to those labors um which i think is another part of why uh the kingdom is thriving in the way that they are um so yeah yeah there you go and if you're way more productive and you have this outside group that's doing all the violent stuff for you you're giving them half of all your stuff well if you're producing so much more because you're you're happy and uh stress-free and all of that then like that's not a problem so like their approach much more pre preferable in a lot in some ways than being under this tyrannical lead not the uh, uh, under the this leader who just wants to fight 
everybody and all that. So there you have it. Th- those are my thoughts on The Well, Episode 2, Season 7. Let me know what you thought about it by tweeting me at TIW Podcast or TWWTWD. I forgot to mention that in the last episode. I still use that c- account. Um, and uh, go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you later. Bye!